Hi, my beautiful people. This is Femi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energies slash March astrological overview. And I am so happy to get back to the way I used to do the astrological overviews. I'm feeling much better. And I've set aside a little more time. Um, I didn't have a lot of time in January, did not. It was too much going on in February. And so now here I am in March and I am excited to be able to get back to the format of the astrological overviews. If you're new here, welcome. If you have been listening to me, then you guys know that the astrological overviews are really in-depth. They go through, um, I mean, I've, I've kind of still been doing them that way, but I haven't really spent a lot of time on it astrologically because there's been a lot of things going on otherwise. So um, this will be what you guys have been accustomed to. And if you're new, then welcome. You'll get to see how we do things around here. Um, I'm very excited about March. March has been, for me, a highly anticipated month, um, actually, because it's just a lot that has been going on January, February, March. I'm not saying that everything's going to be completely, um, you know, peaceful because that's not what I'm saying. I am saying that there's going to be this beautiful essence of finding peace (laughs) in the midst of the chaos. And it's going to be very much easier to do so in March because astrologically, no planets are retrograde. Everything is moving forward. Things are becoming more clearer and um, we are able to really look at things at face value while obtaining the knowledge and understanding what we've already learned and processing through it accordingly going forward. So I'm very excited about that. Um, Sidebar, if you guys hear like birds, I have my patio open and today the birds are just wanting to sing, I guess. So they they are doing their thing. So if you hear them Take it as a sign spring is coming, I guess, and the weather is peaceful enough and they just want to sing. So we're going to let the birds do their thing. Um, Now, back to what I was saying, everything is moving forward. There is nothing that is hindering the process. Everything is is in this in this uh, moving forward is is the best way for me to put it. There's nothing in uh, retrograde. So that's a beautiful thing now. What I will say is in March, we have some very interesting things happening. We don't have a lot of different planets doing a lot of different things, which is a plus. However, the planets that will be making some noise are making a little bit of action are going to really be uh, very interesting when it comes to our lives because they're going to affect our lives in a very intricate ways. Now, when you think about Pisces season, a lot of people always associate water with emotion and yeah, emotions are a big part of it, but it's not just emotion. It's not crying. It's not being sad. It's not all of that. Pisces is a very spiritual sign, which most of the the water signs in general are, but Pisces is very spiritual. And the beauty of a Piscean is the ability to be adaptable. No matter what's going on, no matter what's happening around it, it has the ability to be sort of a chameleon. It doesn't, it's not fixed, meaning it's not planted in anything solid to where it's going to be forced to be one way all the time. And that's the only way it's comfortable. It's not cardinal, meaning it's not going to initiate the change. It's not going to initiate the, um, forward movement and it's not going to initiate any newness it's going to adapt simply it's a mutable sign meaning it's going to adapt to whatever it is surrounded by and what it is surrounded within now 
that could be a good and a bad thing because it depends on what it is that it where it is vibration vibrationally and where it is frequency wise on how it actually affects those that are around it and how it is affected internally by itself and so when we have this Pisces season going into this uh, space where nothing is really holding it back everything is coming to the forefront we are at the beginning of changing the signs as far as changing seasons so we're going into the blooming and the blossoming and we're going into what is considered a harvest season or um we're in this space where we are beginning to see the fruits of our labor and if you have been operating in a space that is solely adaptable that is solely um taking on what has been given to you not really questioning not really thinking about it just going with the flow of things and this may be a good and it could be a bad thing for you because you're not really seeing your work and what you've poured out and what you've put in um you're not really seeing it in the forefront and that's not really a good thing because you want to see your fruit of your labor not someone else's and so that's another subject this month we are um, definitely going into this space where we are observing we're analyzing and we're processing but we're also moving forward in a way that's more copacetic uh depending on what it is that you are involved in now i do want to say there are two major things that are occurring within march in march we have of course you have your new moon you're going to have your new moon in pisces and being that pisces does rule um the the 12th house which is if you're not familiar with astrology it rules your spirituality it rules uh secrets privacy um your lineage it rules your ideas it rules spiritual activities pain um the prison system asylums escapism illusions music movies uh anything that is inspirational it rules that house okay so it during this time of the new moon which is all about new beginnings it's all about um beginning something new right it's about starting over it's about finally being able to move past whatever it is you had left behind within the full moon now with this particular new moon in pisces it's going to stimulate people in different ways it is going to stimulate people in a way that inspires them to go more into spiritual practices or inspire them to move away from some sort of spiritual practice that does not work and has not worked for them it can also be something that enhances the abilities that you currently think you have or the, the abilities that you currently know you have and you're trying to evolve in that space it can also make you more aware of the different things that are around you the things that are surrounding you in spiritual how your relationships have been affected by your religious beliefs by your spirituality how the lack of having that has caused your structure to not be as solid as you may have wanted it to be it could also bring awakenings in different ways because again it is new beginnings but it's also bringing to the forefront things that you haven't been really deviling into or practicing are aware of and so this new beginning can bring a lot of different things to the forefront that you were not really prepared for or trying to push aside but whatever you have left behind with this um full moon in virgo that we are still currently under you will re you will be reminded 
of parts of yourself that you have been walking away from. And this could be what sparks new creativity. This could be what sparks you to engage with your partners more creative, creative wise, you know, partnering in businesses with them. Um, incorporating their ideas and their also their beliefs in what it is that you're doing. It is about, again, Pisces is very mutable. So it is about adapting, but it's also about copacetics. It's about uh, cohesiveness. It's about allowing what is occurring to make to work for you opposed to against you. It's not really a battle there. It's more so of bringing to the forefront what you know and practicing that and choosing to move forward with that in a way that works for everyone involved. And so we have this particular energy in the 12th house, but also understand that Pisces is also a very, very, very highly intuitive spiritual energy. So it also is about healing and it is about um, sometimes it could be addictions, you know, it could be a person because you're so adaptable, um, people under the Piscean influence, if you're not more of the evolved Piscean influence, you can be very easily lured into different things, uh, trying out different things, trying out different, um, ways to escape ways to, um, just release the heaviness that you may feel in any way that you are, are dealing with in life. And so with these things and with this and knowing of this, it can cause you to be more hyper aware of where you are and what it is you don't want in that space. And then also what it is you do want and trying to chase it and escaping and overlooking the things that you really should be paying attention to. So be very mindful of that when we come close to this new moon in Pisces, which is happening on the 13th on the same, at the same time on the 14th, we have the sun. Now the sun again is all about how you see yourself, how you're being seen. The sun is about, um, the perception, you know, of, of who you are. It's the brightest star in the universe, right? It's the center So when you see yourself as the sun, you are more aware of your will, your pride, your determination, your heart, your health is on the forefront. Your vitality is on the forefront. Um, You're aware of the recognition that you receive or that you don't receive for your works and your sense of purpose. You're motivated for future goals. You're motivated in how you move forward. You are also very, very aware of masculinity. So the sun is a very masculine energy, even though it's bright and it's pretty and all of that, it is very much so a masculine energy. Now this doesn't mean a man, it just means masculine, dominant energy. And it wheels over a lot of influence. Right. When people are under the sun, when the sun is out and it's bright, it inspires people to do more. It inspires people to be more about action and get out. They want to engage. They want to be a part of collaborations and they want to do more under the sun. And so when you view yourself as that and you understand that the sun is a masculine energy, you also understand that this is very significant for men in your life, even though it doesn't mean that masculinity is men because we all possess both feminine and masculine energy, but men are mostly uh, dominated under that masculine force. When you see that, 
Um, it makes you think about authority. It makes you think about uh, leadership. It makes you think about your fathers and your boyfriends or your husbands and your guy friends or your boss and your clients. It rules those things. So when you're thinking about the characteristics of the sun and you think about how the sun is going into Pisces right after the new moon in Pisces. So you're going to be asking yourself a lot of questions when it comes to because Pisces, again, I just told you guys, it's spirituality. Pisces is is enlightened. It's awakened. It's about healing. It's about all these things. So you're thinking about how the sun has affected how this masculinity has affected you, how you have come off to people. Maybe you have been very dominant in your life and you've come off very, very, very hardcore, unmovable. Maybe you've been not movable enough. Maybe you've been too passive. Maybe you've been someone who has been overly influenced by the masculinity or way or not utilizing that masculine force to your benefit. Perhaps that's where you are. Perhaps that's where you have been. And so this is going to bring into your awareness that, hey, maybe some of the ways that I've been acting or I've been coming off to people, this is how they view me. It's not how I am internally, but it's how they view me because the sun is all about how you are seen. So with the sun coming out and the sun being bright and the sun connecting into Pisces, it gives this mystique about it, yet it's wide open. And so it's leaving into interpretation how you have been viewed, how you view yourself, how you have come off to people, the ways that you have neglected your different angles of yourself and also how you have been affected by the masculinity in your life, whether it's within you or those that you are connected to partner wise. This is bringing into aware these things. Okay, so be very mindful of what comes up during this time around 13, 14, um, give or take, and notice how you react to certain things that question your authority. Maybe you are being put up on a scale where you really don't belong because you're not really prepared and you're questioning why you've been put up there, why people are looking at you that way, or you know you don't belong in certain spaces. You know that you're not prepared for certain spaces, but you show up anyway. How does that affect you? How is that affecting those that are around you? How prepared? or you for what it is you say you've wanted in these different ways. So this is all what is coming up under this new moon. And um, as the sun is entering into Pisces on or about the 13th or 14th of March. Now, on the 17th of March, we are also going to have Venus, which is the planet that let me see something. Yeah, we're going to have Venus, which is the planet that rules, again, aesthetics. It rules love. It rules relationships. It rules um, dreams and illusion, illusions um, in, some, in some cases. But mostly it is about beauty, romance, uh, what and how you love and how you show that and aesthetics of things. Venus is about your affections. It is about your heart, your love life, uh, pleasures, including gifts. And this is a very feminine energy. This energy rules, of course, beauty, fashion, adornment, art. Um, and it's what makes you appear or feel more graceful, more um, sensual, more sexual, more attractive and fun. So this is another thing about Venus that people don't really like to really, or people don't really understand that Venus also can bring a lot of 
financial favor, right? It can bring a lot of financial blessings and a lot of um, unexpected money because again, it is all about joy, happy, uh, sensuality, aesthetics. It is about um, what something looks like, what something feels like, what something is in the physical. And so this is a very beautiful planet overall. Venus is very beautiful and it can bring you the opportunities that you've been yearning for, maybe something you've been working towards and you're finally starting to see, perhaps you've been working out a lot and you hadn't been seeing a lot of results. And finally you are seeing results. Finally, you're able to look at yourself and you're saying, wow, like I'm able to, um, I'm, I'm finally in this space where I am able to see my hard work pay off. I'm finally able to see all of the things that I've been doing as far as health wise, how I've been taking care of myself, how I've been really like working on myself, mind, body, and spirit. I'm finally able to see those things. Or perhaps you've been working on something creatively and it just hadn't been paying out the way that you wanted it to, or you hadn't been really satisfied with the results or the reactions or the way that you would hope that people would gravitate to it. This is a time where you can start to see a boom in your creativity. You can start to see a boom in how people receive it. And you can also start to be satisfied with the results in which you are finally able to see. Again, we're entering into that harvest. We're entering into things where we're reaping what we've sown in the previous months, in the previous uh, climate. So finally, you're able to see that hard work. This goes back to that hard work that you have been working and planting and building on. You're finally able to see those things come into fruition. That's beautiful. That is a requirement of hard work, but it's not something that is always given, right? Um, well, well, not a requirement. It's a request of hard work, but it's not something that's always given. So with this planet um, of Venus, it also makes you very alluring and magnetic. So and very receptive. So in areas where you've been very stoic and you haven't been very you know, open to receiving the love that you want or open to the things that you've been hoping are, are, are manifesting in your life or creating a reality in your life. Finally, you find yourself more vulnerable and you find yourself more open and you're finding yourself more at peace with welcoming in what you know you want into your life, okay? So Venus typically stays very close to the sun. So it's Venus is always close to where that sun sign is, is mostly when it comes to astrology. So this is very good. And also Venus is the natural ruler of Taurus and Libra. And that makes a lot of sense because we're going to have, as I just said, that uh, Venus stays close to the sun. We're going to have Venus um, entering into Pisces. But then we also have a cardinal full moon, which is going to be in Libra. That's going to go over the uh, seventh house. And I'll speak about that in just a second. But also one more thing about Venus is Venus is never aggressive. So, it, which is also a passive aggressive type of thing. Venus is very assertive, um, assertive less. It is not very much so. It is more of the, the passive, you know, gentle uh, type of energy, right? It's able to get away by using the, the charm, not force. So this planet is very, almost hit it. Hedonistic, you know, hedonistic. It's very, 
not very thoughtful at times. It can be very, uh, it doesn't have a lot of morals almost. It seems like, oh my God, you just do anything. You just, because it is, again, depending on the sign that it's in, they're immutable. So it's adaptable. It's a go with the flow and go with the flow is not always good. Okay. But that's on the, that's on the, the darker side of it. Um, sometimes it can come off as a very, not very deep, not very thoughtful, very superficial type of energy, because you are again about aesthetics and what it feels like and what it looks like. It's not about what it feels like always. It's about what does this look like? How good do I look? How good does this make me feel? And how does it taste to me? And how, you know, that's what it's about. And so that's why Venus works really good when it comes to sensuality and it comes to sexuality and it comes to exploring those different parts of yourself because it is about the aesthetic of it. And, and that is very surface, but it it has a purpose and it's a beautiful energy to be um to be involved in. So that's when Venus is entering into Pisces that you want to be very mindful of as this energy is entering into Pisces, a lot of different things. You could become more deep because Pisces again. So Venus is about aesthetics, right? Pisces is deep. Pisces is very, um, spiritual. It's very, uh, wants to see the depths of something, but it, it, it's easily moved within it. So it's not stuck on one way of thinking or being, it's easily changeable, interchangeable. And so with Venus entering into Pisces, it makes it, it more sensual. It makes it deeper in that sense, because now you're seeing, um, you're exploring and you're savoring the energy behind what it is you're attack, attaching yourself to. So if that's in your sensuality and that's in your sexuality and that's in your way of how you are uh, going through your spiritual worlds and etc. and so on, then that is why you're going to feel yourself being in this space where it's going to be more savory. It's going to be something that you want to continue on a deeper level because why? It just feels good, right? It feels good. Now that is on the 17th. On the 28th of March, we're going to have a full moon in Libra. Now we all know that full moons are about release. We're still under the earth sign of Virgo full moon. So this is an uh, air sign that we're going into with this, um, with Libra, right? Libra is very much so the balance of the air signs. It is very uh, deep. It's grounded. It is, it is fixed. So it's not aloof. It's very deep. It's very uh, connected and it is a very powerful, very, very powerful space um, for Libra to be in. Because think about if Libra, Libra rules the seventh house. Okay. With Libra ruling your seventh house, Libra is ruling your marriage, your relationships with your uh, partners, business partnerships, and any serious contractual agreement type of connections, okay? It holds both the possibility to complete an agreement or to end one. And with a full moon, being in Libra, that means that there is going to be a highlight on endings. And these endings are going to take place in your relationships. 
This could be business relationships. This could be choosing to end partnerships that you've had with business entities that just don't work for you. It could be choosing to leave an, uh, an establishment. It could be choosing to leave an apartment or, or not sign contracts when it comes to your housing. Um, it could be anything that you had to sign and commit to is where you're thinking maybe not. Or if it's something that you've been questioning and wondering, do I want to solidify this? Is this something that I want? This could be where people are saying, hey, this is what I need. This is what I want. So you can also see a lot of engagements. You can also see a lot of businesses flourish and, and begin and pop up and start. You can also begin to um, find yourself in a space where you are contemplating marriage, um, contemplating having children, contemplating jo join accounts, whatever it is that is causing a completion of something or a commitment of something. This can be something that is brought up in your life, in your forefront, in your home. It could be moving in together with someone. It could be choosing to decide on, um, Sorry about that. I had a brief um, call that I needed to take. But anyway, so we have the um, as we have Venus going into Pisces and then we're going to have the full moon in Libra. It's very important that we remember how these things are going to affect us in our lives when it comes to our relationships and it comes to um, commitments that we have and a ways that we are looking to move forward. This is going to be a very significant full moon for that because we have Libra again, that rules the seventh house and the seventh house is very much so about contractual commitments, um, joining of, or disconnecting from whatever it is that we have chosen to be committed to. Now, with that being said, we have, let me go over briefly one more time, give you guys a little bit of what we're looking at. We're looking at the new moon in Pisces, which is happening on March the 13th. We're also having March the 14th, the sun entering into Pisces. On the 17th, we have Venus entering into Pisces. And then on the 28th of March, we have the full moon that will be in Libra. Now, I want to also bring you guys awareness to what these particular elements could bring up health wise for you. I keep saying health because health is so important. Health is something that is very, very significant. And it is important to be aware of these elements. You're going to find yourself bothered by a lot of different things that are going to be coming up to your attention so that you're able to um, handle them. Don't wait until it's too late when it comes to your health. When we are looking at so much that's going on globally right now with the COVID that is not going to be the only thing that we are uh, faced with. Okay. Now, Pisces rules feet, the lymphatic system. Um, it rules your kidneys, it has a lot to do with uh, your lip nodes, okay? So be very mindful of the cleansing and the purposeful detoxing that you guys are needing to do. Please do that because when you release a lot of the things that are happening and building up in your body, it helps you to release anything that could cause infection, anything that can cause uh, your lymph nodes to flare up or cause a lot of issues when it comes to your lymphatic system. So please, 
please, please focus a lot on alkalining your body, uh, releasing, detoxing, cleaning out your colon, cleaning out your liver, cleansing out your um, your respiratory, your immune system, building it up, keeping it at the highest place that you can of health because it will be, it can very much well be affected during this time. We also have a lot of people who deal with a lot of allergies and who have sinus infections and all of that. Remember the sinus infections and the sinuses and all of your, uh, the cold and flu symptoms and all of that, all of that has to do with built up in your system. Mucus feels and breeds disease. So be very careful and be very mindful of those things. Um, Libra rules your kidneys and your endocrine system. So again, it's about the the blood. It's about the body functions internally. Please be very mindful of that. Careful of that as it is going into your body, um, what you're putting in your body, what you are allowing yourself to cleanse from. If you drink a lot, allow yourself to filter that out. If you are someone who eats out a lot and doesn't really focus on what you're eating and what you're really putting into your body, please, please do so with that because it matters. A lot of people don't understand how much it matters, but it does. It really, really, really does. Um, is there anything else I would like to speak astrologically before I get into what I feel intuitively? Uh, no, um, that's basically it for astro astro talk. Like guys, just be very careful and be very mindful of how this plays off in your life because it is very significant. I know that people don't really like to think about how things can affect you when it comes to our our system and, and the ecosystem and the solar system and all of that, but it really does affect us. It affects us in so many different ways. And, um, now we have a a big uproar of people speaking about astrology. I've been talking about astrology. So if you're new here, no, honey, I'm not on no bandwagon. This is me. This is, (laughs) this is what I do. This is how I've been. I've studied astrology for over 15 years. And so it is something that I've lived with most of my life. And so it's very important that you guys understand that and know how to apply it. Um, astrology is a big part. Astronomy is a big part of our existence. It just is. And so, um, paying attention to these things are very, very necessary. Also, I want to mention to you guys, the importance and significance of this full moon in Libra. That's going to be happening on the 28th Libra, 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 Libra again is ruled by Venus. And I've already spoken about Venus and its significance and how it shows up now. Libra is a very refined, polished, uh, poetic. I call it my planet of Mayotte. It is. I have an episode about that when I, when we entered into Libra season last year, um, Libra is just beautiful. You know, my father was a Libra, so I really love Libras. Libra, Libra is just a beautiful, beautiful energy. Now, Libras love fashion. (laughs) Typically they love to, um, beautify things. They love art. Um, so if you're in this field, this full moon again, will definitely be bringing out a lot of your creativity. It's going to be bringing out a lot of your ability to curate and create things um, when it comes to taste and your work, when it comes to art and it comes to creating things, whether you're spoken word or you write a lot or you create things digitally, 
This is very important. Also, Libras are very much about justice and balance and creating the truth and creating um, a fairness all around, which is very good because we do have a lot of Aquarian energy still happening. So uh, Libra is its sister sign. So when you're speaking about justice and you're going to, uh, I really feel as though we're going to see more of that and we're going to because of the elements, but um Libra is all about finding justice and solidifying justice in things that matter to them. So when it comes to your life and it comes to your uh, relationships, this full moon is going to be talking about contractual agreements and whether that's in your business or whether that's in whatever, you're going to be finding ways to merge with things that benefit you and that are more balanced. So if you're working at a job or you're working in a career field or you're doing things creatively that do not bring a balance, they're not reciprocal, they're not really fulfilling to you. This is going to be where you're going to be desiring to release yourself and there are going to be opportunities for you to do so and go towards a path that is more reciprocal. When it comes to relationships, again, people may be ending a lot of relationships, choosing to divorce, choosing to, um, just dissolve a commitment because it isn't reciprocal. It isn't fair. It isn't something that's beneficial to everyone involved. And under this Libra energy, under this full moon, it's going to highlight those areas. And some things are just not fixable, not because you don't want to work on it, but the truth of the matter is that the core is just not built the same. It's not built to do the same things or to merge in a way that's copacetic. So that's going to be something that you're going to be focusing on it. You're going to be thinking about it. You're going to be trying to figure out a way to balance these scales. You know, it's something that's interesting. It's something that is necessary. It's something that you are desiring because that's the only way that you can manage and move forward. Okay. Um, so areas of law, if you're dealing with any type of legalities, when it comes to, um, like I said, Venus brings in, blessings when it comes to money and it comes to wealth and it comes to seeing things play out the way that you've been working for them to play out you're going to notice that it's going to play in your favor your favor it's going to work out the way that it needs to work out so that you're able to move forward um fairness is the goal balance is the goal reciprocity is the goal and so a lot of libras also are very fascinated by law and they are very fascinated in supporting balance and supporting what is considered injustice. They're going against that. They're trying to fight for justice in all areas. And so if you're in a profession that you feel as though it's not a lot of, you know, fairness going around, it, it's just not, it's not lucrative in a way of what you give and take, then you're going to find yourself choosing to dis disconnect from that. And you may be interested in creating your own firms. You may be interested in creating your own nonprofits. You may be in a space where you're feeling like you're really following what brings and what makes sense to you. Because again, it is very much so about the balancing of it. What's fair, what's not fair, what is lucrative, what is not. So if you're someone who's an ambassador, a negotiator, someone who works in politics, someone who's interested in politics or promoting it, you will find yourself uh, very much so drawn to things that help in that and bringing that into fruition for you. 
Okay, so that's another interesting thing when it comes to the balancing and everything that is um, is happening in our lives. Now, I also on a closing, I do feel as though this is also while we're speaking about connections and this energy bringing in a lot of um, uh, clarity, it is bringing a lot of clarity, but it's also a lot of internal work. Um, it's internal because it is also bringing a highlight of not just what you want, but what you bring to something. What are you giving to something? How have you spoken to yourself? How have you not shown up for yourself? How have you ran from what it is your heart's desiring and how has that played out for you? So this is about you having a very heavy relationship with yourself, having a very heavy connection with yourself and how you view yourself and how you are allowing yourself to show up in any area of your life. This is going to be very important. A lot of people have spoken a lot of illness on yourself. You, you, you speak heavily negatively about yourself to yourself every single day and a lot of people don't understand one of the most important conversations you can have with yourself is what you don't say in a verbal sense how you treat yourself how you neglect yourself how you neglect your needs how you neglect what your body is asking for how you don't pay attention to your body how you don't know your body how you don't allow yourself to connect with the internal world of yourself so this is going to come up where it may not where for others it may be a commitment to to other people that's under the radar. This could be a very, very, very much so for a lot of you, a commitment to yourself. How committed have you remained on that health regimen that you say you wanted? How committed have you remained when it came to creating that project that you've been working on? And I know for me personally, I've been working a lot on a lot of different um, creative ventures, but I have been very protective of them because it's my, it's something that I feel is a, a something God has put in me to do. And so I am very, very selective with whom I've shared these things with, but they're coming into fruition the way that they should. Why? Because of commitment. I made a commitment to do this. I made a commitment to see it through. I made a commitment, even when I didn't feel like it, to continue to see it through. Even with this podcast, this is something that I only wanted for seven people. And now I'm in nine countries and I have so many supporters that I never could have anticipated because I only wanted one thing, right? It was only geared towards one thing. And the way that works is God says, put it out there and I'll do what I need to do with it. You just be obedient. And so a lot of you are having to balance yourself out. You're having to figure it out for yourself, understanding the multiple dimensions of yourself, understand the other elements that you yourself have been running from that are needing to be addressed so that you can heal, recover, and move forward. These are all a part of the process and it's balancing out the truth of self. It's figuring out the truth within self. It's understanding and identifying where you have neglected yourself. That is what this month is going to entail for you. And that is where your new beginnings begin. That is where your new starts happen. All of the answers that you've been asking for, all of the ways you've been praying that you receive answers and you receive, you know, your hard work for, it's finally coming into fruition. But how do you get there? You get there by working through your fears. You get there by working through what you think would never happen. It's no way that this could happen. It's no way that this is possible. I'm not deserving of that. I'm not able to have, have that. I'm not able to maintain or sustain that. They're never going to believe in my goals. They're never going to believe in my dreams. It doesn't make sense for me to do that. All of those things have played into you hindering your process, your progress. And so 
This is very much so about giving, giving more of yourself, giving more into yourself, choosing to share more of yourself, give you the opportunity to show up in a way that you never thought possible, not because it's not ever been possible, because you never saw it to be so. Allow yourself to be that. Allow yourself to remain in this ever-growing, evolving, and space where you're able to really be all that you know yourself to be and learn more about yourself. It's happening, not because you wanted it not because you didn't want it before, but because now you are committed to seeing it through. That's why it's happening. Seeing yourself from a higher dimension. That's why it's happening. Understanding that all the no's have led to this yes, and now it's your time and show up for yourself. This has been a very grueling process for many of us. It is not the end of the struggle. It is not the end of the fight. It is not the end, but it is the light in the midst of the darkness that we are currently fighting our way through. So, Through this process, we have had to be very much so conscious of our hearts, conscious and protective of our hearts, the healing, the recovering, the allowing people in part of our hearts that we have been so comfortable keeping uh, away from everyone. You're breaking those cycles. You're allowing yourself to continue to break those cycles where you have been used to showing up as a falsehood of yourself. Now you're saying, no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you that this hurt me. I'm gonna tell you that I've grown from this. I'm gonna tell you the pain and I'm gonna move forward. I'm going to evolve beyond it. But first we must address, we have to address everything. This is no longer looking at the the cup half full, but this is also about understanding that yes, the cup has been half full. And now I'm I'm willing and able and I'm choosing to move forward. This is where your growth has happened. This is where your passion and your purpose and all of that has happened. Not in vain. And you're not allowing it to change your heart. You're not allowing it to change the love that you have within. You're not allowing it to make you into something that you're not. You're finally willing and ready to shed the old skin of self and move beyond that. But take the lessons that you've learned with it. This is embarking you on a new journey that you've been asking for, that you've been wanting, that you've been hoping was there. It's helping you build that sense of security, that sense of control, that sense of knowing within yourself. And that's truly beautiful. It really is beautiful. And that's where your happiness lies. So this March is going to be very, very, very much so about the ever unfolding roles of self. There's so many layers to you. There's so much that you don't even know, that you didn't even know were possible. And there's so many things that you find beautiful about this that you didn't even know were possible. Why? Because you never allowed yourself the opportunity to be that vulnerable with yourself. You never allowed it. It wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't make sense. It never made sense. And so finally, you're at this space where you're saying, you know what? It it finally makes sense for me to choose myself. It finally makes sense for me to want more for myself. And I'm not going to allow anyone to make me feel bad about it. 
I'm not going to allow anybody to make me feel guilty about it. And that's where your growth and your evolution has happened. There's going to be a lot of moving forward this month. There's going to be a lot of action, realization, a lot of um, inner knowing within yourself. There's going to be a lot of solidifying and moving on and seeing the harvest that you've already planted. It's, it's a lot of growth this month and it feels really, really good. It really does. Okay, so I hope you guys are at a space where you're prepared for what you've been asking for, what you've been wanting and what you've been desiring, because finally it is here. It's here. Finally. All right. So this has been your March astrological overview. I hope that it gives you a little bit of clarity and preparedness for what you may be encountering. Hope that you keep a journal of what happens and what unfolds for you so that you can see how these things are playing out within your life. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support, all of your, um, the way that you allow me to be used as a vessel in your life and you stay obedient to the journey of your life is truly remarkable and beautiful. And so I really do thank you for everything. Okay. So I love you guys until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.